2: I am Ron Colick, like your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. New England's Van Helsing. With me, all the way from across the pond in the land of the Red Dragon, is none other than Mr. Parascience himself, Steve Parsons. Good evening, Ron. Uh, actually, hello, Ron. Uh, pleased to meet you,
0: because I'm sat right next to you. Well, actually,
2: sitting next to Cal.
0: Well, I'm sitting next to Cal. We weren't going to mention Cal yet. Oh, okay. Well, we didn't. We've leaked the secret guest.
2: Good evening. Uh, yeah, so you're here. I'm here. Where is it there. We're in your office. We're actually in uh, my haunted office right here at the Beezy Estate where uh, spirit quests is happening this weekend. So uh, there you go. That's why we're here. Mm. So, so far, you've been here for uh, four or five days, right? That's correct. Right, and you did some pretty awesome stuff. I mean, you did the Harry Price ghost hunt, which was most interesting at an awesome location, the old Manson Concord, right? Massachusetts. Which is quite, quite haunted.
0: It was a stunning location. Mm-hmm. Uh, first shots of the American Revolution
2: were fired there, excellent, and um. You also did dining with the dead at my restaurant, Mm, the haunted window, the window, the most haunted window. I've been there uh, for several, several years, and the the reports keep coming in on that because just the other day, uh, one of the persons who worked there and uh, talked about it, that uh, he was upstairs vacuuming and uh, saw a little boy run across in one of the rooms. But the interesting thing about it, Steve, and maybe you can kind of address this problem, is he only saw the bottom half of it. And it was in black and white. Maybe it was half a boy. <laughs> um, he saw the knickers. He saw everything else. That's uh, just for the just for our English
0: uh, listeners. Knickers over here means something entirely different than it does back home. Um, that's often the case. There are many instances where ghosts are reported as partial apparitions uh, from either the top down or bottom up. Um, there, are, there are instances in Derbyshire in England. Um, and of course, famously, the Theatre Royal, Drury Lane in London, where uh, the again ghostly legs wearing trousers are seen walking the stairs of the uh, of the Theatre Royal. It suggests that uh, some I mean, some people point to that as an idea for the recording ghost because uh, the recording is degrading over time and is now only across a partial. Recording. Well, I
2: mean, you can go with Richard Felix's idea when he talks about the Roman ghost. Yeah, rather not. Uh, and And Roman ghosts where they were cut off at the feet i
0: mean there are there are also other instances where uh, the lower sort of below the knees of the of the ghost is missing because of a lower floor level, and where when they look at the location they realize that the floor the modern floor is higher um or indeed lower there are ghosts that, that walk across uh, up and down stairways or mid or sort of mid height through the room. But where you've got somebody missing at sort of midpoint, either they had exceptionally low ceilings, or um, or or indeed it was only a pair of
2: trousers. You know, if we only had a pair of psychologists here to help us out. If only we and
0: by by good fortune, fate has smiled on us, and we have our very special guest who also swam over in the same rowing boat, um, Dr. Cal Cooper, uh, almost seems to be Professor Cal Cooper. Really? Par- yeah, well, yeah. Published two books now, so that makes him a professor. Professor Cal Cooper from the University of Northampton and uh, a regular guest on Ghost Chronicles International. And at one time co-host.
1: And at one time a co-host. Thank you, Reverend Doctor Steve Parsons. OBE, <laughs> Which is true too. BSc, SSC, GSE. He did well with those swimming certificates. <laughs> and hello, Ron. Good evening to
2: you. Welcome to America once again.
1: Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here in, in your delightful office. Land
2: of the free and home of the McDonald's. Indeed. And the, so, so, Cal, what do you think about this this partial ghost? Um, I've
1: certainly heard of the, the same tales that um, Steve has, especially the Drew Lane ghost where people have been freaked out by seeing this lower half of the apparition. Um, but I've also been to locations where people have just seen a head hovering at the height where the rest of the body should be, so they're just seeing this gliding head going through the location as well. There's been quite a few accounts of people just seeing partial pieces of what should be a full figure. There's a spectral arm
0: somewhere, as well as I seem to recall, just an arm that materialises. I can't remember the location. Maybe Mm. somebody can um, come onto the chat room and let us know. Um, But that's over in the UK, something
1: is an arm. What was that place as well? There was a cave um, by the sea where there was a naked one-legged ghost as well. I've not heard that. I haven't
2: heard that one. Where
1: was the naked one-legged ghost? Hailing this uh, what? Hailing
2: Island. Hailing
1: Island. There's a naked one-legged ghost. Arr, <laughs> yeah. Was that a ghost
2: voice?
0: Uh, no, that was a, that was the um, the voice of our travelling uh, companion, who also was in the rowing boat from the United Kingdom. She did the steering. So, would you like to introduce? our other survivor from the rowing boat.
2: Also joining us is a friend I've known for oh, five years now. Five,
1: six years, yep. Five, six
2: years, is Norise Miles and she is an event planner. Uh, she's worked with David Wells, that other parapsychologist, what the heck's his name? Louis no Seven. idea. No <laughs> idea. It's Louis the Irish one. Yes, many, many, many. Well, we won't talk
0: about him. <laughs>
2: and uh, i think you have a special shout out to give out today i do um my wife
0: cat back home um who never gets to listen to ghost chronicles because i i have to hog with the broadband because we have such slow broadband so hello catherine and i don't know if ethan's off hello ethan and oscar will be awake crying his eyes out with a bottle of milk my eight-year-old uh-huh. eight week old sorry little bit time.
2: hi guys okay, okay. So, anyways, going back, on the, and we, it's, it's interesting because you each talked about different things, different aspects of the uh, the same incident, the ghost, the half ghost shown. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, anyways, um, that's kind of what, what you're going to do tonight because you're going to be at the Circles of Wisdom tonight and you're going to be doing this little thing, the Great Debate. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of looking at things from the parapsychologist's point of view and also the ghost hunter's point of view. And is there really a difference between the two? Uh,
1: I, I think you could find many similarities between a parapsychologist and a ghost hunter, but at the same time you probably find an equal amount of differences between a parapsychologist well, and parapsychology a
0: Parapsychology really is the illegitimate offspring of ghost hunting and psychical research. Uh, parapsychology came late to the party and it's,
1: it's an academic pursuit, isn't it probably about uh, you could 60 or 70 years after yeah scientific ghost hunting yeah. started we got there first mm-hmm. yeah. i love it
0: um, so yeah parapsychology we're, we're, we're training them um but the, the the word is often used interchangeably many many people think that ghost hunters are parapsychologists and parapsychologists are ghost hunters and in reality uh, parapsychology I uh, I think Cal's probably better equipped to, ta- to talk specifically about what parapsychology does do.
1: There's probably some parapsychologists that have never even st- set foot in a haunted location or even dealt with hauntings, ghosts or apparitions at all. Some have probably only ever investigated psychic abilities and only ever stayed on university grounds in the lab, taking any Tom Dick and Harry off the street and seeing if they can actually find evidence of psychic abilities in them.
2: So why do they do that? I mean, why, like, there are some people like you that go out into the field and other people that don't. They just lab rats. I mean, they just stay there and that's it.
1: There's a rare few. I suppose it, it all depends on what brought you to go into parapsychology in the first place. My um, own personal interest in parapsychology was because of my interest in hauntings, ghosts, and, and apparitions. So I've had very little interest in um, testing for extrasensory perception and psychokinesis but because of my training i've been quite heavily involved in doing laboratory research but at the same time most of my publications are geared towards looking at um, evidence for survival after death and to do that it hasn't required lab studies it's been looking at people's accounts of having strange experiences sometimes in well-known haunted locations sometimes in just random places and suddenly having an experience um, so that's led me to um, go and investigate haunted locations, but obviously not as many as Steve. I just like looking for ghosts. He just likes looking
0: for I just like spending my night in scary houses, eating popcorn and chasing ghosts around, wearing my full combat kit and carrying the flight cases and lockdown.
2: But that's not <laughs> that's not absolutely true because you, you have just completed a documentary. In fact, both of you did with the Japanese and looking at it totally on a more scientific basis. Uh, That's what we tell everybody. It's not the the thrill all the time. It's you guys look at it totally different. You you really uh, you don't use a lot of gadgets. I mean, you use some instrumentation, but you uh, do you? Maybe I'm, I'm we gonna... we
0: we we use the right technology appropriately placed, so that uh, we wouldn't measure temperature if maybe reported a temperature change. We wouldn't be interested in necessarily recording the sound unless people reported maybe footsteps. So it's using the instruments in a targeted way. Um, we do have uh, a full range of instruments, Ob- uh, not as many as you, you have when you opened your flight case the other day. <laughs> and uh, you have an extraordinary number of ghost meters. And uh, and in fact, you generously gave me a brand new one that i would never encountered before. Uh, the ghost meter professional. And what's your point? Uh, the generosity. Um, and I'm going to be taking it back to the UK and using it on all future investigations, particularly the mode that detects ancient ghosts, hmm. because um, I should think, have had that in Egypt. As you know, um, Great Britain is considerably older than America. Um, and we, we therefore, by definition, have many more ancient ghosts. So mode two on the Ghost, prof- uh, ghost Meter Professional would be the, the, the mode of choice. In fact, I think that was an ancient ghost. there just rattling the doors. Uh,
2: you know, the interesting thing about that meter is—is is I'm concerned with the criteria of an, an ancient ghost versus ghost could be an ancient goat, too, uh, <laughs> versus a um, you know recent ghost. Uh, what what's the criteria? I wonder when that meter. Uh, well, I think the
0: ancient ghost probably refers to Richard's experience uh, or Richard's accounts of York and um, uh, the the the, uh, the treasurer's house ghost um, or the caveman ghost. Um, or these uh, minute, cave caveman ghosts yes we we have um we have uh several accounts of uh very ancient ghosts the, the galloping bronze age horsemen um in the in the yeah, I mean, i'm obviously too tired because i've forgotten where this case is there's um one very famous account that um again i can't remember exactly where on the south coast it was but uh, archaeologists claim to have broken through the back of the cave and saw the apparition of a caveman, club in hand, dragging his uh, female partner
1: by the hair uh, across the cave. So, w- what do you think it is in the meter that's detecting the difference between an ancient ghost and one ghost? Mm-hmm. Medium's breath. Is it medium's breath inside the meter? That being a li- little bang. Tiny you better explain now why we're waffling on about blowing medium's breath um, into me. Right, because
2: Cal has written a book called Phone Calls from the Dead.
1: Mm-hmm. And last night, um, when we were at the Wyndham restaurant, I discussed some of the um, old and modern cases for telephone calls from the dead. And one particular box that was designed to contact the dead contained a balloon full of medium's breath so that the device had a psychic element to it. And therefore, it would have instant contact to the dead.
0: So, Is that the same breath that was in that bag that that
1: uh, state trooper asked us to blow into the other day? I think after we got off the plane, it probably contained similar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was a long flight.
2: Yeah. Okay. Different spirits. So, I mean, they must have some criteria, right? There's got to be something to distinguish between someone who has recently passed and someone who hasn't. I,
0: I haven't really, You've had the meter longer than I, so yeah. RTFM.
2: Um, yeah, it's you your meter me. run. How does it work? I'm assuming you've read the flaming manual. Uh, the man, the manual is not really. Uh, it's not very helpful. Not very helpful, unfortunately. It well, was, I would go
0: by recent being. Well, I mean, ancient,
2: 10 years, within 20 well, years, well, within ancient, two days?
0: ancient almost by definition means, you know, 500, a thousand years. Um, at least, I would have assumed. I could look ancient. that up in my funkin' Wagnalls. Well, we have ancient, ancient Greece and ancient Rome. So, you know, that's two thousand years ago. So, if it, if it means the same as as the um, as that definition, then I'm assuming that we're looking for Roman soldiers, Greek warriors, um, you know, particularly ancient ghosts. But there are two other modes, aren't there? There is the standard EMF mode. Yeah. Um, I but think... You know
2: what, I'm really intrigued, Janet, uh, Janet, St. Janet's here with us now, can you go look on the Funkin' Wagon Wagonal and see what uh, the definition of an ancient ghost is, because uh, I'm really intrigued with this. Yes, I certainly
1: will do
2: that. Okay, so anyways, I mean, Nari, do you have an opinion on this, what an ancient ghost is versus a recent ghost? I would
1: say a recent ghost would be the first
2: 50 years, I would say. 50 years, okay, that's one. All, All right, one. so... Any, any advance?
0: But we were driving along the road the other night, weren't we? Uh, actually, Steffi first gave it to me, and I was asking the meter, in, in recent ghost mode, um, please go off if you've been run over on this stretch of highway. Um, and it did. It did. Uh, every three to five minutes, um, which yeah, obviously an accident black spot area.
2: So anyways, that's the ancient thing. But GM's going to check the, the, the true definition, not this British stuff that you guys make up on the fly. Yeah, this the uh, funky one, the blue one that we used to have when we were married. Oh, See how easy that was? She remembered when we were married. <laughs> Anyways, uh, all right, so while she's looking that up, it does have another mode, which is the communication mode. Now, have you ever heard of Pendulum mm-hmm. 1000 Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. Richard, Richard, of
0: course, is, and, um, is a great exponent of it. Pendulum Dowsing um, was really the, I mean, it's been used, obviously, for decades, right, hundreds of years. But famously, a British uh, researcher in the 1950s and 60s, T.C. Lethbridge, explored this very idea that you could douse for life force energy, ghosts and spirits, and residual energy left behind um, by adjusting the length of the pendulum. Um, and he, he spent a long time working out all of the different oh, pendulum, pendulum length frequencies really? and publishing this in, uh, the data. Uh, in his book, Ghost and the Divining Rod.
2: Um, you, you know, I don't, I don't have a collection, which is really a shame. I'm going to have to go out and find it somewhere. I, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you the details before we go. Yes. And there,
0: are, there are many, many others who have, uh, who have, you know, if you go into many new age stores now.
2: Um, so it's called Ghost in the Divine, and ghost he is, Divine, he is determined that the length of the pendulum is, is in direct relationship to the age of the ghost. Not the age of the ghost, but the
0: nature of the spirit and, and the age of the ghost, or the type of residual energy, or whether it's a living force or whether it's a dead force. Um, so yeah, I. I so I, if you want a good.
1: modern ghost, it's just an inch long chain. If you want an ancient one, you've got to stand from the. roof.
0: Yeah, no. Um, it, was, <laughs> it was it was multiples of I think it was eight inches, so it was eight, sixteen, twenty-four, thirty-two. Oh. Um, but if you go into many New Age stores, then you actually get uh, a a dowsing pendulum chart that uh, you can swing the pendulum over. Okay, here we go. Yes, ghost. So you want me to
2: read the
1: Yeah, just let
2: it read it out there.
1: Okay, ghost. Uh-huh. Oh no, we're
2: not ghosts. Ancient. We're looking for the definition of ancient. Ancient. All right. So back on that. Okay. So yeah, about this 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 chart that Yeah, but we we have those in America yeah, too. Yeah. When you go to Salem, uh, they have them too. You just go over it. But that it really doesn't have anything to do about the ancient. And no, new ghosts. but but if you take that basic concept and
0: um, what what Lethbridge had done is uh, he he spent years doing this this research, going to different sites, um, working with. Uh, collecting the research about the nature of people's experiences and he also discovered that certain places uh, have a profound effect on people uh, where he lived in Devon, uh, Devon England, a place called Ladrum Bay. Uh, he noticed that in uh, close to water he became very depressed, he felt this, this oppression, this, this sorrow that his wife also felt and some, some uh, years uh, later uh, somebody uh, killed themselves on that spot. And he he made this sort of connection, that was it a, some sort of place memory effect, uh, akin to the water tape or the stone tape, this idea that, that the environment in some way uh, using energy is affecting the the, the, the living people. And was, uh, he then um, realised that with a pendulum, it might be possible to detect the frequencies and the, the nature of, the, of this field. So if it was a sad field, uh an energetic field
2: so he's using the pendulum to douse for emotion
0: yes he was he, uh he started off dousing for emotion but then he realized <clears> that you could douse for other things with the pendulum as the length changed he noticed that you went from and what was interesting in his research he said was you went from a life force to a death force and then a life force was on the other side of the death force um it was almost like there was a, a positive negative positive oh, well, negative. We'll,
2: we'll have to ask uh, uh... David Wells, about that, because that sounds like uh, reincarnation. I mean, death, well, that's, that's death, one death. of the
0: ideas that, that Lethbridge was, was saying um, yeah. that there is life beyond what we understand to be death because the frequencies, the, the results continued beyond the, the, uh, what we would
1: consider the death frequency. I think it's worth adding to that. We wrote um, an article called The Scammon Device, and in that we looked at people's ideas of where the mind's going after death, and this idea of maybe it ends up within what we know as the radio frequencies. And there was um, a spiritualist called Tuttle who um, theorized that there were about seven different layers above the Earth's plane. And the longer you'd spent time in spirit, the higher up these spheres that you'd actually go. So these ancient ghosts would rest within the sixth and seventh sphere. And it was um, that they gained more divine knowledge by being there longer from having interacted with other people on this dead side. And um, it was easier for people closer to the Earth's plane who had just recently died, actually make contact. There was other people such as uh, the chemist, Professor Hare, who also theorised that there were different spheres for how long you'd spent in spirit, but there was only like three planes, in his opinion.
2: Well, many of the spiritualists believe that there are levels in, mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. and well, we looked out of the windows we took off from Heathrow as we climbed the to see. Mm-hmm. You went through the levels? We went
1: well, through them, we looked and... Um, we caught up with people like Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, m- many people.
2: And by the way, Kat says that she believes that recent ghosts are in living memory. Okay. Well, as she's the boss, I have to accept that. <laughs> so, I mean, yes. Uh, <laughs> so, I think we put a, enough to that. But I want to go back to the caveman thing, which is interesting, because you commented on, on the first case. And, and I'd like to have Cal comment on it versus, you know, the, the parapsychology point of view of the caveman. I mean, why a caveman? I mean, are you going into a cave looking for, I mean, is that what you expect to see so you see it?
1: I suppose you you could do, especially if there's something within the cave that might suggest or um, kind of uh, bring out a bit more of your imagination, especially if you went into a cave that has ancient drawings on the wall and something like that. You try and picture those ideas potentially. But then again, if you're not expecting it, it just happens, it happens.
2: I don't know. I wonder if there's a ghost bear at the back of the cave. <laughs> <laughs> because bears and wolves, you sort go. Animals have no souls, we all know that. Because of. Uh, uh, that's not true. Because Dun- That's because of Duncan uh, Dougal's research in the uh, 1800s from Havel. We all know that uh, he weighed the uh, human soul at 23 grams, or 21, whatever it is. And uh, he also euthanized 15 dogs and found out that they lost no weight. Therefore, ergo, they had no souls so, okay, so I explain, mean, that's based explain, on scientific ex- proof. So we well, uh, really uh, don't... Uh,
0: okay, so explain all of the dog, a cat, and other animal ghosts. Exactly. I would You've clearly this not this read this Animal
1: Ghosts by
2: Raymond Bonus. Oh, yeah, I've read a lot of things. If, but it's clearly... On, clearly the subject,
0: on the subject of animal ghosts, yes. how about uh, in Cheshire, England, mm-hmm. two headless ducks? Too ghost, ghostly, headless. Well,
2: it's vessels. clearly evident that there there is not any type of living energy in that. that would be more residual aspect of uh, was, ghosts, he's uh, on the back He's on the back.
1: Floor. Yeah, there was a village in the UK that was haunted by a little
2: hamster that was still going around its wheel. I'm sure there was. Yeah. Yeah. So, Janet, did you have that definition yet?
1: Ancient. Yes. Come closer, please. Okay. Ancient. Having had an existence of many years, the second one, over-relating to a remote period, to a time early in history, or to those living in such a remote period, a period of time. Over-relating to a historical period beginning with the earliest known civilizations and extending to the falling of the Western Roman Empire, blah, blah, blah. Having the qualities of age-long existence, venerable, old-fashioned. Um, the next one in here is an aged living being, one of those lived in ancient times, the civilized peoples of antiquity, those of the classical nations, one of the classical
2: authors. All right, thank you very much. So, so It's clearly uh, evident that, so that, clearly that nobody knows true. what an ancient no, no, anything no, no, is.
0: absolutely clear, and it, it, it supports what I said earlier, that motu is only used for, for Roman ghosts, Greek ghosts, and cavemen. Because the definition as St. John just read out is absolute, absolutely. Absolute no, absolute. I mean, I mean, it's clearly evident. No, it's it, useless over here in America, isn't it? it? It's clearly evident. That if we had a red either. coat
2: over here, then that would be, be ancient, ancient ghosts for us. No, wouldn't, he's not Greek or Roman. Oh, you have to be Greek or Roman We're to Greek. be ancient? You you heard? We're, We're not, ending, ending at the period of the Romans. That was one of many definitions. Yes, the one I'm going with. So yeah, I'm fine. Right. Uh, so it's clearly evident there is no really. I
0: wonder uh, what would happen if
2: you to the Hammond
0: Castle today. Uh-huh. Oh, that's the brick. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Talking net radio with a
2: cutting edge.
1: Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation.
2: and spooky. They all talk gobbly gooky. The Parrax family. This show's a pairing I'm Ron Kolak, author and lead investigator of the New England Ghost Project, New England's own Van Helsink. And I'm Ann Kerrigan, the blonde bombshell, and I'm the lead investigator of East Bridgewater's haunted. And we'd like to invite you to tune in Ghost Chronicles, The Next Generation, every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on www.togenet.com. So, so Ann, what are they going to hear on this stupid show? What are they going to hear? They are going to hear things that they can't believe are happening. Like uh, Beyond Bizarre. And Cemetery Tripping. Oh, that's your deal, right? Absolutely. Yeah, one of these days you're going to get so scared of one of these Cemetery Tripping things that uh, I'll have to get a new (laughs) co-host.
0: I am brave beyond belief. Yeah, we'll see. scares
2: me. So anyways, if you're bored and you got nothing to do on Wednesday night, tune in to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ann and Ron. See you then.
0: can't hear anything, but I guess we're back live, um, Ghost Chronicles International, and I'm not in the land of the Red Dragon, I'm sitting right next to New England's very own and very lovely Van Helsing, and we have our guest tonight.
2: Many guests. Many many guests.
0: guests. Well, I was in them one by one, we have our guest tonight, Cal Cooper, our very special guest, Noria Miles, and our even more special guest, St. Jan. It's a very crowded studio here tonight at Ron's office, darling... He has an office. Um, and not counting the
2: ghosts. A haunted office. Whether they're ancient or not, there are a lot of ghosts here. Yeah. Right here on uh, Pararex, Ghost Togenet. Channel Beyond. Etc. Yeah. So anyways, if you uh, if you have a question for us, Steve or Cal or any of us, actually, go into the uh, TojiNet chat room and you can ask us. Uh, that's the one we're monitoring right now. Unfortunately, I can't get to the Pararex one. You can um, ask
0: my wife what I really like in the chat room.
2: But we actually had a uh, a good point from uh, Mahler, and she says that ancient is uh, subjective. Uh, it's uh, to a five-year-old, ancient is last week.
0: Yeah, but we, what we're actually discussing is is a piece of technical equipment, and so it must. Have oh, a, that's
2: how it all started. I yeah. want to know how. So, what was the criteria for an ancient? Yes. Yeah. So if they designed the a piece
0: head. of equipment. They must have set a criteria. Exactly. So as you've had them longer than us, I would ask you, why haven't you read the manual? Because they I have read known. the manual. Well, but, then you'll know the
2: answer. But they don't give the criteria. Well, and in that you case, have the, and when you read the manual, them. you won't know what the criteria in,
0: in that case, I would suggest that there's a piece of ghost hunting equipment. It's probably useless. Oh right. No, it's company. just… Because it, the company it, can't it, define a set
2: of standards. Oh, they have their standards. They just can't put it into this secret. huge… Uh, Manual because it's I'm simple. sure it's highly technical for yeah. some simple minds like well, uh, I mean they, they were pushed for space on the two pages, right? Exactly. <laughs> I and mean, we had to put the picture of Hampton Court Castle on you uh, Absolutely.
0: So um, anyways, I should have brought the box with me to read the box Oh, we have no
2: I, I, you know I me, mean, a ghost equipment. I have a virtual multi-year
0: supplies. Darling, he has a huge selection of shelves uh, loaded uh. with ghost hunting equipment um, in his office, which is haunted. I didn't mm. realise. That that one, one: recent ghosts. Appear, oh, this it? is the Google newer one. Oh, right. oh, let me let me get one. Ah, so hang on, hit, this might be the definition they're meaning. Okay. Recent ghosts appear every three to five minutes. Uh, and ancient ghosts are every seven to fifteen minutes. So if a ghost, so it's, <coughs> it's a ghost.
2: Someone who has just died. Seven within, ago.
0: Yeah, what? Three to five minutes ago. They're okay. recent, and seven to fifteen minutes ago. Mode three is an EMF gauss meter. Mode four, in dialogue mode, um, the ghost answers four to nine questions, uh, such as, "Are you a good ghost?" Move the needle once for yes, and twice for no. Are you happy? Sound once for yes and twice for no. Were you a man or a woman? That could possibly get confusing. Uh, Sound once if a man, twice if a woman, and if you continue sounding. Um, Aside from a camera, the most basic tool for ghost hunters is the EMF meter. When ghostly activity takes place, electromagnetic anomalies often occur in the environment, and this meter can allow you to detect those disturbances. And it has a rather neat picture of the Hampton Court footage uh, recorded in 2003.
1: But, uh, Cal, if you read the top of this box... Oh, right. I thought you were about to say, Ghost Meter Pro, fun, thrilling, new ghost dialogue mode, four LEDs. Four? Not, yeah, four. Not, yeah, read the top. The top part is, I think, the most interesting. Find hot spots in homes, in cemeteries, in buildings. We guarantee that an evening visit to a cemetery with the meter is an experience that will thrill you. Go in a small group, and you will have a lot of fun. Actually, um, Anne goes cemetery to doesn't she? Your, yes, she does. Uh, does she have one of these?
0: One of these? No, she can't afford them. Oh, then she's clearly not having well, fun. Well, hmm. Lola ones you can have a lot of fun. <laughs> no.
2: I mean, it's absolutely. I mean, th- how many have you got behind that? This is really important. Hang on a I mean, how Conduct many paranormal surveys. I'm so interested. It, it was
1: either he took them or they went back to the factory um, where they were made. Just have a look. It's everywhere
2: behind there. They're going to no fall more, down. There's on no more. There's no more in there. Mm-hmm. One, uh, two, three, <laughs> four, five. Oh, no, wait. There's a big box here. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We, let's complete this. This is important.
1: What's this inflatable dome?
2: Yeah. <laughs> it says conduct paranormal surveys All right. with this. So this okay. is. This is a piece of scientific kit. Yeah. It says complete with instructions. Two pages. Yeah. And you may charge for these servers. Right. or just do them for pleasure. And for fun. Well, for, you can charge for them, though. So you can actually... Um,
0: you heard it here on Ghost Chronicles International, on Togginet, Paradex, I mean, you, really, you buy one of these ghost meters. Are we, are we, do we get a percentage of, for advertising yeah. this? Other you meters know, are rubbish. available.
2: Yeah, you, you don't understand. I mean, this is, if you take a picture when the ghost meter indicates a strange fluctuation, you can sometimes capture a picture oh, of a ghost of or an orb. I'm losing the will for there. So, I mean, it's <laughs> clearly evident that this is a highly scientific piece of equipment. Apparently, apparently
0: we've been saved by the chat room on the question. We do have a question. We mm-hmm. have a question.
2: Yes. Oh, oh, give it to us, son. How does the
0: ghost meter work? So, uh, it's about the Parry Price
2: ghost hunt. Okay. So, what was the most interesting part of the evening relating to investigating in a different way?
0: Well, I, I was the facilitator, so I, I'm the wrong person to ask that question. Ron hadn't seen that style of investigation done before, so, Ron?
2: I will actually have to yield well, to Cal because Cal, Cal took a group out. i, I I've seen it before. Yeah, but you took a group out though. So I, you, I you know the difference account. between the, the two. Between, it. I mean, I, I wasn't question. I, was I can't account,
1: account for their experience. What did you think? Do you think it was different to what you generally do, even though you're watching from the sidelines? Oh, think- okay,
2: okay, I, I get your point. Yeah, the, the Harry Price uh, ghost hunt. For those who don't know, Harry Price was a paranormal uh, investigator. Back from, what, 1900s, early 1900s? From... He was born in 1881,
0: died in 1948. He was investigated from about age 15.
2: Okay, so early 1900s, as I said. And um, he's often considered one of the foremost ghost hunters of, well, certainly of his time, if not of all time. He uh, investigated Boyle Rectory, one of the most haunted houses in, in England, for over a year, or a year. Uh, Oh, so so many months.
0: Continually from uh, 1927 until his death in 1948.
2: There you go. So he also developed the team concept where he brought people in. Now, the interesting fact about the people he brought in, these weren't just like, oh, I want to see a ghost thing. They were from all walks of life. Is that correct? Absolutely. Price uh, put an advert in the Times asking for
0: 40, uh, or he wanted 40 people. He had over 200 responses. And he... He particularly excluded people who were um, had prior experience in the, the hunt for ghosts and mediums. Um, so what we were doing is we were using Price's techniques right, based upon the information uh, that he gave his observer teams, as he called them.
2: And, right, and we could not use any equipment that Price did not have at that time or right. any, any modern-day version of it.
0: And it was surprising the amount of equipment that was permitted. Uh, Price had thermometers, Price had infrared cameras. Price had um, all of the modern... Uh, we went through the list of his equipment and the modern equivalents. Uh, the, the bowl of mercury mm. became the geophone. The transmitting thermometer became the, uh, the data logger or the infrared thermometer. He used cameras at Borley. He, he used um, uh, infrared cinema cameras, so the night vision video cameras. Um, but w- the question was relating to what was the best part of the Harry Price.
2: No, what was the uh, combination of the, the what was different between them, and and also I mean we conducted a seance, uh, Nori and uh, Cal conducted a seance, and that was part of Harry prices investigation he, he used he used the sounds uh,
0: methods right. as well so um,
2: so I mean these things although they were old I mean we still use them in ours I mean we use more equipment perhaps but I think the concept is very much the same the documentation is uh, very similar for those who do it properly uh, I, I think that you've had
1: some um, modern studies that claim to be the first ones to put an experimental approach to the sounds, but I love Harry Price's, I I see him as one of the first people to actually put a good experimental approach to the sounds, especially with the, just moving aside from border rectory, just as general says, the mittens and the slippers. That were all, um, they had an electric circuit going around all the sitters, so they all had to have the gloves on. Freezing. That circuit. Sorry? It was freezing in that sense. Really. Yeah, yeah, with the gloves and slippers. Mm. Um, but each sitter had a, a red light bulb in front of them, so if they broke the circuit by either. So it was
2: a red light, say, yes?
1: Oh, well, the bulb didn't come on unless they actually, the gloves started to come off. And on then the it became bulb. red light, No, nah, not unless they started They were very small little, signal bulbs. You're balls. moving into Mina Crandon territory Uh oh, they were very small signal
0: bulbs. What was interesting, I think, um, I think what some people realised um, that were on Harry Price investigation of Borley Rectory, Mans Concord, um, was that Price's investigations, I think, were more structured than modern investigations. Modern investigations tend to be uh, short, sort of twenty minutes of let's do some calling out, let's do some EVP, let's do some table work, let's do some of this. It tends to be rush headlong from one thing to another. Now, the Price seance at Borley uh, during his investigation would last over four hours. Um, His investigation of the when he took rent of it was a year. Price had a a much more structured approach, whereas I think modern investigation tends to be let's go uh, arrive there, set up the equipment, do a few hours, do a few experiments, go home, decide if it's haunted or not, and get the results up onto Facebook. Um, oh, yeah, get them yeah. on Facebook. Got to get them on Facebook. Happy I mean, results on
2: Facebook by 8 o'clock.
0: So oh, Click like. And a video so what? on YouTube.
2: I mean, is it, <coughs> is it, it, right. Isn't that like peer review, though? I mean, isn't that no, the modern no, example no. of peer review? These no. are same, your friends on Facebook, the same review. people have the same interests in you, therefore they're your peers, and they get to meet you, your errors. So no, it no. is a modern no. version of peer review. No, peer
0: review, peer review uh, um, in, in the correct sense, is you would submit your research, people would, would look at it, they would criticize it, you would then uh, look at it again and So what's modify different than Facebook because you if, criticize it on Facebook. Well if what you put your results on Facebook and simply peer reviews it, you, you delete them from your friends list and call <laughs> them call it, you know, tell them,
1: Well, you don't know anything. I'm right, you're wrong. Peer, peer review looks for the faults in your theories and methods and scrutinise it before it gets to the general public to make sure that the results seem absolutely solid and watertight. No, you're wrong. I'm going to block you.
2: Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't do that on Facebook. Oh, we have a question, right, Do You want to tell us about that? Yeah, we have
0: a question from Nathan. He said, going through some research of Joseph Peace Hazard and it said Thomas's brother was a household name in the 1800s in the UK's British
2: Oh. And have Steve or Cal heard him? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Good, but yeah, I have.
0: No, I, normally, I've I done, would be frantically Googling before he's back over. Um, I've done extensive small office. I've done extensive typing.
2: I've done <laughs> extensive research on him. In fact, uh, I was actually able to communicate with him um, on one of the investigations, and, and that's the interesting fact about this is that many, many investigations we get to contact people. And I feel, because they're still doing it, only from the other side, we know that, right? There are ghost hunting teams on the other side.
0: There are certainly uh, cross correspondence. There's certainly many recorded instances where psychical researchers, members of the SPR, mm-hmm. who have died have tried to, have
1: allegedly it's been claimed to have communicated back to living researchers. Raymond Bayliss, when he died in 2004, he promised his wife that he'd show that there was evidence um, for an afterlife. People heard him going up the stairs, um, saw an outline of him sitting on the bed, and they got some other Southern California SPR investigators to go and check it out. And they all heard the same thing that his um, widow was uh, hearing as well. Also Thomas Edison was allegedly working with inventors on the other side to communicate with the living. Is the
2: AAEVP, uh, the whatever it is, American Society or American Association of uh, EVP? Yeah, i got to go. Okay. I, to go. But, I mean, one of the most famous. One of their beliefs is that there are EVP teams on the other side attempting to contract I, this.
0: Uh, but, I mean, one of the most famous of, uh, attempts at uh, recommunication back to the living, um, and a nice link to Spirit Quest is, of course, the Houdini
2: seances. Right, which, uh, by the way, we are going to do it. Why, that's quest. why I just said it. Very good. Oh, we have another question. Yep, we have a question from Marla. She said, "Did Harry Price do anything with EVP, or did EVPs come about more
0: recently when portable recorders became available?" Price was certainly aware of the possibilities of recording voices of the dead in the nineteen twenties and thirties. In the north of England, in Bradford and Halifax, there have been a number of instances where spiritualists. Um, platform readers had had anomalous voices a breakthrough on the um, amplifier circuits they were using um, and Price was also in contact with uh, Melton who uh, we, we spoke about earlier who invented a device for speaking to spirits. So Price was certainly aware of it but he himself to uh, the best of the recorded information that, that Price, uh, Price left us and that's quite extensive so I think we can mm-hmm. be fairly definite. Mm-hmm never uh, used sound recording equipment for the purposes of communicating with the dead, Um, although
1: he did use sound recording equipment in two haunted uh, situations. The Melton device you just mentioned, he built a copy himself and said that he tried to use it with a uh, medium but had no
2: success. The same would happen with Hugh Carrington as well. Perhaps her breath was AC and they were looking for DC. I don't know. It just could be... But anyways, uh, spur of course, we are talking about that. And that is this weekend. And Cal Cooper, uh, author of uh, Phone Calls from the Dead and The Conversation with Ghosts. And of course, um, Mr. Parascience himself, Steve Parsons, has written nothing and everything. (laughs) Nothing and everything. Nothing and everything. As
0: as I was was proud to
2: say, I've
0: (laughs) never written a book in my life. But lots of people contributed to stuff.
2: Right, you contributed, and and will you'll be up there. You'll be doing, of uh, course, on Friday night, which yep. is the most uh, important thing. Is uh, the uh, uh, paranormal survivor? Paranormal survivor, ghost time. ghost time. Team UK
0: versus Team America, right. Right. where we redress the,
2: the uh, war of independence. Exactly. Uh, it will so. be a regular ghost time, with the exception. With the exception, your your uh, evidence will be judged. By an American team <laughs> uh, by a, a non partial uh, American team judge it's and uh, this evidence prejudice whatsoever. no none whatsoever and this not at all and this <laughs> uh, this evidence are you bribable will, and this evidence will be uh, submitted and will become part of the paranormal survivors. So the best evidence will collect points and uh, the crappiest evidence will diminish points. He's going to win? From each of the team. Uh, yeah, I can tell you that. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the way it's going to work. It's going to be cool. There'll be, there'll be grades of evidence. Uh, so, uh,
0: If you can hear my voice, rat three times.
2: And uh, so, anyways, that's going on this weekend, and we'll be right here at VZ, and uh, one of the ghosts of VZ actually just walked in. So that's pretty amazing. Uh, (laughs) So um, you never know what happens to this place. That's what I love working here. I mean, it's just interesting. But uh, we're doing other stuff. you heard
0: it first around the world. We're
2: doing other things. All all day long on Saturday, uh, there'll be uh, seminars and workshops and... Uh, hog roast. Hog, oh, be one of the largest collections of Ouija boards. Amazing uh, sandwiches. Amazing sandwiches. The largest
1: collection of hog roast. Uh, ghost,
2: ghost <laughs> sandwiches. Um, oh, can I just say uh, no, uh, to, to um,
0: Catherine, you want to see the chipmunks out here? They're awesome little mm-hmm. cute things. And uh, they're right, what do you mean, the yard rats? I am going to uh, pop a couple in the Tupperware
2: box and bring them back to the boys. Tastes great with barbecue sauce. That's pets. Oh, sorry. I don't want ghost chipmunks.
1: <laughs>
2: so, anyways, this is uh, this weekend. Nori will be there, Cal will be there, and partly I will. Yeah, you and myself. So, as many other. Kelly Spangler, the witch uh, from Salem, yeah. who was on the is Ghost Adventures. She'll be doing like a special thing on spell casting, mm-hmm. which is going to be fine. And Jane Doherty. Jane Doherty and her crystal skulls and um, magic belly. Nori's um, got a make. crystal skull.
0: And I can see also there's a crystal skull on the shelf behind you in your office room.
2: Mine's full of vodka. So wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no, I, no, that's not true because my... Drunk it. No, my, I, th- that skull was given to me by one of the, my people, my parallel study group for Christmas. And uh, not been. too long ago, the, the one you of the original it. 13 crystal skulls was here. Pancho was his name. And uh, I was able for a very low price to buy poncho water and that is water that was actually actually the skull was left to sit in so it's like it's many hours equivalent to holy water very 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 much good analogy right Uh, if you believe in holy water then you can believe in poncho water and so this skull is now I believe,
0: I believe, uh, is six filled with the essence
2: of poncho, so yeah. that makes that a little poncho.
0: My wife, who is who I know is listening and is about to uh, start laughing, because she collected lots of holy water uh, from um, uh, my shrine in Ireland um, and got tricked into drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> and they 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 as part of the ritual before you uh, before you collected the holy water, you have to say a little prayer that involved. Uh, you said the rosary and you patted the Pikachu because there was, a, <laughs> there was a little Pikachu model left there. And then you drank the water and you spat the leaves out. I then you were sick all over the field. <laughs> um, but we, we, the car ran out of uh, washer bottle fluid uh, while we were there. So we had to fill the washer bottle fluid uh, tank from the holy water. So every time we used the wipers, and uh, the screen washers, and we blessed the car. So how cool is that? You have to believe Pancho Water. We have holy water in the cup.
2: I'm not
1: amused. So if holy water burns vampires, what does Pancho Water burn?
2: Would you like to try some? Uh, no. We <laughs> <laughs> <Didn't lie by laughs> can do an experiment Anyways, uh yeah, absolutely absolutely. And one of the experiments I'm gonna be doing and at uh Spirit Quest, and this isn't all day, you just go up there and do it. Is I'm gonna have uh two tens. And they're going to be marked 10 1 okay. and, yes. and 10 2, hardly now.
1: Okay. 10 2.
2: Yes. 10 10. Cowboy time. Right. And each one of them will be two identical coins, except one will be from the US and one will be from the UK. So they will
1: be identical.
2: Yes, they will, oh, in yeah. my mind. That's <laughs> okay. so all they have to be. So we will ask our guests to douse or astral project or. Uh, Whatever means they feel, they feel it. comfortable doing. It. Exactly to tell us which coin is in which box, and that's going to be written down. And we're not going to reveal the, what coin is in the box. And do they win the coin? And we're going to announce it uh, next Tuesday on our uh, radio show. Do they win the coin? Of course not. Anybody who knows me, does knows I don't give money away. <laughs>
0: Check the weights on Google of the twenty-five cents and an English ten pence. Mm. Mm.
1: What do they win?
2: What's that? What do, do win <laughs> like they win? The you know,
0: they don't win anything. They won the 30 ghosts. You know,
2: they don't win anything. It's just, it's, this is, I am going to write Back this up. I'm going to write this up and I'm going to publish this with my peers. Okay.
0: Well, um, so there you go. I, this, I, I look forward to that. Yeah, well, Cal and I both contribute to the Journal for the Society for Psychical Research and yeah. uh, also the Ghost Club. I contribute um, to Mad Magazine. And I know you're a member of the Ghost Club, Ron. Uh, I am. And indeed a member of Parasites. Um, um, and I think we'll 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 have you in the Ghost Club Journal with that interesting experiment. <laughs> that should fill the that should fill half a page.
2: <laughs> well, not really, because I'm going to look at the all aspects of this. Oh, so a whole page. Oh yes, yes, most definitely. I mean, this the will editorial be editorial section, dear editor. Why? I will <laughs> an, I will analyze the the results very detailedly.
0: No, I know what your analysis will be. Jan,
2: can you have a look at this? <laughs>
1: Yes,
0: I'd be glad to. I've seen, I've seen your analysis
2: technique. So this will be happening uh, at uh, uh, Spirit Quest. I can't even remember where I'm going to be. <laughs> and we have uh, on-site catering. Mm-hmm. Yes. So oh, the, the, yeah, we're going to have the psychic dinner, too. Which is interesting. But so there's no menu
0: published for that, because you have to you have to Let order
2: by... by no, it's already been done. Psychically, they already...
0: Oh, they've got to them? guess what the menu is. No, they've them? already picked it up. The psychic has gotten your honour ah, and okay. has
1: already okay. placed it, so... With telekinetic wine, exactly. will exactly. the liquid into mind. It'll in be holy hand. water for... I don't
0: have to be psychic to know what the drinks menu will be. Hmm. good. <laughs> <Tiny. laughs> Very good.
2: Yeah. Okay. No gin. No gin. No, no, it's a dry, dry place. Cool. So just holding your punch of water—that's oh, well, yeah, your choice. It's still on sparkling. Yeah, you touch that punch of water, you'll be—anyways, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> we are talking about. So you don't think that's a valid experiment? I, I mean, I thought that was very valid. I think man? it needs a little work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all all, all experiments,
0: even uh, you know, all psychical research, in fact, all science experiments start with an idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might even seem a good or a bad one. It might even seem a crazy idea right at the start, but as the idea develops into a, an experiment, the hypothesis mm-hmm. develops, you know, some of the craziest ideas can come into, you know, can end up as workable science experiments. Um, you know, my own one of attaching mediums to, to cables and then attaching the other end of the cable to the wall
2: socket. Um, it's a great idea, but can do it. Can you believe that? That's the doorbell that means pizza for the dead is here cool. That means I actually it. get
0: one this time because you always eat the pizza because yeah, I'm right. normally back home about right. to get in Oh, the I house. always
2: pick the eyeballs off. I hate the eyeballs. Because
0: it's nearly bedtime for me back in the wood Let's see What's what Yeah,
2: yeah what's Mon, yeah. well, are you going to tell people how they can book their tickets to the Spirit Quest? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Nari. Thank you. Nari. Thank you. Uh, if you go to anyghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, mm-hmm. anyghostproject.com, you can go to the Spirit Quest page, oddly enough, and purchase mini tickets, they're starting at twenty nine bucks. So I mean that's a good deal to see uh these two guys alone. Uh so it it's gonna be a lot of you know a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to kicking the Brits at and the ass at the uh bloody ass at the uh and anyway Paranormal Survivor ghost tight on Friday night. So
0: damn rebel. Mm-hmm.
2: So I mean Let's put it there. You have been here at the U- in the U.S. We're almost out of time. Yeah. What's it been like for you? Awesome. There you go. So uh, I do have to admit, I'm staying at a beach house, and I had a paranormal experience the first night I was there, talking toys, okay? It must have been the first. It was, I don't know, talking toys. Do you know Strange. what the best
0: part of this is? What? Normally after the show, it it's dark, it's 9 me. o'clock. At the <laughs> It's, it's bath time, it's bedtime, it's watch a little TV time. The sun's shining outside, the chipmunks are running up and down the yep. trees.
1: 90
2: degrees. It's
0: so. 90 degree, nearly 90 degrees, is it? Yeah, anyway.
2: So if you're not doing do anything nice, you scoot over to Circles of Wisdom at yeah. 7 o'clock and uh, catch these two guys. Come so and ask us lots of awkward questions about be, crystal skulls. There'll be uh, discussion, uh, parapsychology versus ghost hunting. And there'll be prizes, will really? there? Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess we're out of time. I'm not sure since I don't have any cues, but all right, maybe we don't have time. So, <laughs> I guess we're back.
0: Hello, <laughs> but, welcome to Ghost Chronicles International. Very quickly, you should, you should you should the,
2: quick usually the pizza bell, that gives us a two-minute warning. Yeah. So, well, me. I
1: mean, suggestions and more kind of
2: Poncho punch. punch. I love Ooh. pineapple poncho punch. punch. I, I usually drink that with my uh, medication. Medication. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Night nurse and pineapple punch. <laughs> what a what an awesome combination that would be.
2: There's the music, which means we are running out of time. So all of us at uh, my haunted office at the Easy Estate and the home of request this weekend, check us out anyghostproject.com, and come visit us tonight. God bless. God bless. Bye bye.